Welcome to Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, South Central Kentucky's premier retirement planning firm. Dale holds a master's degree in business management with an emphasis in finance and has the retirement income professional certification. Dale is a trusted voice to families across the great state of Kentucky and a regular contributor to many local media publications. Now, here's Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers. Hello and welcome. You are listening to Retirement Matters. This is a show for folks who are fed up with outdated financial advice for those who are looking to retire while worrying less about the stock market and more about living life the way they have always wanted. I'm Dale Smothers and it is my goal to give you the information you need on how to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. Happy Saturday to you. Hope you're doing well. Let's get started talking all things Retirement Matters. been a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff going on in the market. As a matter of fact, as I was coming in this morning uh, to the studio, right before I sat down in the studio, I had a, a, a gentleman, uh, he stopped me and he says, oh, it's been a crazy time in the market. I'm losing money every day. And that is, uh, that's, not a, that's not a wrong statement, you know, especially if you are in the stock market right now. There's, there are a lot of places that are losing money. There are a lot of places that are uh, showing a, a, a lower value than what you had before. At the same time, I do want to caution you against actually considering it losses at this point in time. It's only a loss when you sell it. Now, I know that is a, it's an easy thing for me to say. I can even hear you say it over the radio. Yeah, well, that's easy for you, Dale. It's only a loss when you sell it. I've seen it on paper, and that is true. Especially as you get close to, let's say, you know, the date of retirement or the date where you're going to need this for income, I can understand the fear, the worry that you would be getting if if you're heavily involved in the stock market and you have this stock market position that you have taken and had for so long has grown to such a high level, and now all of a sudden it's ten or fifteen or twenty percent lower than where it was just months ago. But I want you to think about this. There aren't many other assets in our possession. There aren't many other assets that we actually have in our life that come with such a valuation or, or such a ability to be able to see the valuation. There aren't many other assets that we possess that actually have an app that you can log into and see what does this asset value in an open market today. You know, there aren't many other things that you have that send you statements on how much it's worth every single month. I believe that if you if you had any other type of asset that did that, uh, it would it would be hard to hold even those assets. And a lot of our farmers that we talk to understand this by the price of beef. You know, just because the price of beef drops, does that mean all of a sudden you are going to sell all of your cattle out in the field? Of course not. Of course not. What you're actually probably going to do is go buy more. Because you know at some point in time when that price rises, you take those cattle to market. There's a lot of things that we possess or that we buy and immediately begin to lose values like automobiles. You know, you buy that, you drive it off the lot, you've lost I've heard 10, 15% even as high as 20% immediately devalued on that vehicle. Now in the used car market today, that may be a stretch. Uh, but I would say that you're definitely losing value in, a, in, a, in an automobile or anything that rolls on four wheels, for that matter. But we just don't have many assets that actually produce a statement every single month that eventually will tell us the asset is worth a lot more than what we thought it was just a few months ago. Your 401k is one of those assets that provides that. But I, I don't want you to worry if you are actually five, six, seven years from retirement. 
that's not something to consider a great fear right now. However, if you are two or three years from retirement, you really need to be paying attention to what you've got your money in. So it's not a loss until you sell it. And quite frankly, if you're not needing it for income right now, don't sell it. I want you to be thinking about what that particular asset is, what that particular stock or that particular bond or what it is. I'm not ever saying to you, don't sell something that is a bad asset. But I'm telling you, do not sell something on an emotional valuation that is essentially being produced to you from, it's just a, it's just a, a poll, essentially, asking people what they think this particular stock is worth. It's a poll that asks, you know, what was the last price that this particular stock sold at? That's what your statement is. I want to tell you a story that may drive this home just a little bit. And I'm going to talk to you about activity in the market. By the end of the day, I want to talk to you about several things. There's there's a lot of things I want to hit, and some of these things will be really quickly touched on, and maybe even uh, further shows will be done on these topics if we get some feedback from them. But but right now, for the next minute and a half, I want to talk to you about activity in the market and why just being active in the market, meaning buying or selling, trading stocks in the market, is not always necessary. So let's jump into a story on that. I, I, it reminds me a lot of... Just recently, this past week, my son, Andrew, my other son, Matthew, my oldest and my youngest son, we all went out to play on the playground there beside of the kid spot. Well, my son, Matthew, he has a brain condition that causes tumors to grow. And if you've seen him lately, you know that he has just, uh, just surpassed everything that the doctors have said he should be doing. He is, he is trying his best to talk. Uh, he's running, he's walking, he's a fast little guy, he's just a, a cute, cute little boy, and so much has been overcome by him. He's our miracle baby for sure. But Matthew and Andrew decided we wanted to play hide-and-seek while we were on this playground. And so we went out and we began to play hide-and-seek, and if you've ever been out to that playground, or pretty, probably any playground like this, um, you know there aren't a ton of places to hide. So I had to kind of handicap it a little bit. And so we made the rules and we we had, you know, essentially a base, a home base to get back to. And Andrew was hiding while Daddy and Matthew decided to be the finders. We went to a corner and counted and then Andrew and I decided we were going to uh we were going to go looking for Big Brother. He calls him brother. <laughs> so he didn't even say Andrew, he just says brother. Uh so Andrew is hiding, and believe it or not, he's actually found a really good hiding spot. And when I turn around, I expect to see his feet, you know, underneath of a slide, or I expect to see uh, his head poking out of a, a tunnel somewhere. But I can't see him anywhere, and he has hidden himself so well that he is literally invisible to me. So Matthew and I begin to walk around, and at first I thought I'm going to have to walk around and know where he's at, but I'm going to have to purposefully walk in a direction that that he is not. Well, the game had just started, maybe 15 seconds, 20 seconds in, and all of a sudden, Andrew jumps out from somewhere directly to my right, and he takes off running right past me to get to the base. And we were going the opposite direction. We were, we were literally looking for him because I didn't know where he was. I had no idea where he was. But his activity made him lose that round. 
his activity made him lose the game. Of course, you know, me being daddy, I couldn't just let him run past me. I tagged him. But that particular hiding space was ruined from there on out. I would check there every time. It was probably the best, if not the only, hiding spot in the entire playground. And he found it the first time. But he was so intent on moving that he lost that safety. He could have hidden there one, two, maybe even three times before I even knew where he was. Because when I went left, he could have waited for me to pass him and ran to safety, ran to base. And I would have turned around and he would have been at base. I wouldn't have had a clue where he was. It would have at least taken me the second time and probably even maybe the third time. The reason I'm telling you this story is because, you know, he's five years old. He didn't understand. If he just stayed still, he could have won that round, legitimately won that round. But his activity got him in trouble. What I see is so many investors, so many investors, they feel as if they have to be doing something in the market in order to actually win the game. They feel as if they need to be buying or selling something. Well, when this, when this market move takes place, which there has been a great deal of movement, no doubt. But when it takes place, immediately, immediately they want to do something. Oh, we need a sale. Oh, we need to buy more. Now, I'm not against buying more in a dip. Don't get me wrong. But selling in a dip is not a smart move unless it's absolutely necessary. And if you have a portfolio that is structured properly, especially an IRA. So one of the advantages of an IRA is that we can personalize it for you. We can, we can individualize it. There are a lot of things inside of an IRA that we can put into place that you just cannot have in a 401k. 401ks are great for growth. They're terrible for distribution. Unless you're going to loan yourself money, getting monthly income from a 401k is not the way to do it. So I'm, I'm wanting to talk to you real quick about if you are already retired and your money is still in a 401k, give us a call. Uh, I'm telling you, we can help. Just in that area alone, 270-600-PLAN, 270-600-7526. If you are ever going to take money from that account and it's setting in the 401k while you have retired, there are better places to put that money, especially just like we talked last week, if you have that money in a target date fund. Please be careful. Please be careful. If you have left your place of employment and you have a 401k, and at this point, I'm, I'm not even necessarily talking to those who have retired. If you've left your place of employment and you still have money in the old 401k, talk to someone. We would love to be that someone 270-600-PLAN. But if you don't talk to us, talk to someone about getting that money moved to the right place. But if my son had just stayed still, just like we see if investors would just stay still for a period of time until the threat passes, they will see smooth selling to their goals. That's one of the pieces of information I want to give you today. Do not feel as if you have to be active in the market. Now, I want to be real clear here. I'm not saying you don't need to be involved in the market, but you don't have to be generating activity. You don't have to be moving while you're in the market. It's okay to buy good stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, and hold them. It's okay. Just because the market is going crazy doesn't mean that you have to move. That's a position that we call being long. So if you're long a stock... 
means that you're in it and you expect it to go up over a period of time. You can think of it as a long haul. We're in it for the long haul. Now, I'll tell you this, there are also ways to be short a stock. And being short a stock literally means you are banking on it to go down. So if we ever take a short position, doesn't mean we're only in it for a short period of time. It means that we are banking on that particular stock to go down. And you can make money because of that. If you'd like more information on that, give us a call. Again, 270-600-PLAN. We can talk to you about whether or not being short an individual stock is a good or bad idea for you, depending on your goals. But I'm telling you, my son literally would have won that first game at five years old. He would have won if he had just stayed still a bit longer. I'm telling you right now, in the market we're in, unless the objective is necessary right now for you to generate income, hang on. Hang on. It doesn't mean you shouldn't do something. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't eventually move. And it also doesn't even mean that you shouldn't find an advisor. Because that advisor could coach you on which moves or if any moves you need to take. Now, let's talk a little bit more. We talked briefly about target date funds and why those are bad last week. The reason that a lot of these target date funds are not going to perform the way that they should is not only because bonds themselves are going to struggle, but simply because a lot of these target date funds have been struggling to find the yield that they require in their bond portfolio. So, therefore, they're going to junk bonds. I had a question about that last week. Why exactly do you think target date funds are not a good thing? Well, the reason for that is, and again, I don't want to say that they're not a good thing. I want to tell you that there are more efficient ways out there for you to manage that money. If you look at your 401k and it has a target date fund, and when I say 401, I mean 401k, 403b, 457. If it has a target date fund in the asset class that your money is holding, I want you to think about, why am I in that? And then I want you to realize there is inherent risk inside of that that you may not even realize is there. So we talked about that last week. I want to clear that up. The reason for that is because of the bond positions. Not only is bonds themselves going to struggle for the next 40 years, the bond positions that they're taking, unfortunately, have become a lot of junk bonds. And that's just not a good thing whenever people are going to it for safety and security of principle. But here's a here's a really good opportunity I want you to realize. If you're still in your 401k, and you're still working, and you have five, six to 10 years, let's say, or more, especially more, and you look at your account, and it has been in bond funds to this point, you have a golden opportunity to rebalance your portfolio. Rebalancing simply means we're going to take things that were not hit as hard by this most recent downturn in the market, and we're going to sell them. And we're going to then buy things that were hit really hard in the market. Efficiently, what you are doing, you are efficiently rebalancing your portfolio, and therefore, you are buying low and selling high. You're literally selling the high asset and buying the low asset. That's the principle of investing. Buy low, sell high. So, just by rebalancing on a regular basis, of course, but I want you to think if, you know, man, I looked at my, my 401k last week and ah, Dale said I didn't need target date funds, but I've got these target date funds. That's not a terrible thing. There are opportunities in your portfolio that will present themselves for that very reason. But I'm telling you, you need to do that in, especially in the market we're in today, you need to do that in front of or with, in coordination with an advisor. 
whether that's your HR representative that may want to give you financial advice, or that is a, a fiduciary that is legally able to give you financial advice, do not go at that alone. Ask someone. Again, 270-600-PLAN, if you want to ask us, we would love to be that second set of eyes on your portfolio, but just ask someone. And then, when you do ask them, I want you to be very careful that they are not selling you a mutual fund. We had a prospective client call us a couple weeks ago, uh, now in the process of becoming a client. Uh, They came to us because they had lost a great deal of money in this most recent market term. Uh, A great deal of money. And come to find out what had happened was right around November, December, they had retired. They had taken their money to a a very well-known financial advisor firm here in town. Very well-known. And uh, they were charged a pretty high fee for moving that money, around 4%. Around 4% of their money immediately disappeared due to commissions. They call them sales loads. Those sales loads took them down 4% from where they had started. And then we saw the downturn in the market. And when we saw this downturn in the market take place, they then lost an additional 15%. They were so aggressive, without even knowing they were aggressive, that they lost almost 20%, and a quarter of that was due to fees. So what I want to do is I want to talk to you for the next two minutes about sales loads, what they are, why they hurt you in the long run, and then we probably will do the entire next weekend show on sales loads if nothing crazy happens in the market. So briefly... Sales loads are a percentage that you pay right up front for being invested. If you're working with someone who charges you a sales load, you're either, well, probably both of these, not working with a fiduciary, number one, and number two, you are painting yourself into a corner because you cannot move from that position for quite some time without having lost the fee that you have paid. The thing is, it's not even a fee. It's not even a fee. It is literally a commission that you are paying your broker. They can be as high as 5.75 or let's say 6% of the overall money that you've put in. It is. It should be robbery. It should be almost illegal to do this because what's happened is uh, these particular companies have partnered with the brokers who send them money. And not only do they make that you know 6%, they also make revenue sharing on the back end. It it just blows my mind. Whenever you read the disclosures of the company, uh, it really becomes apparent that a lot of this money that's being put into these fund families is not at all in their best interest. And while the advisor may mean well, they are unfortunately giving you some false sense of hope that you will never have to pay another fee again in the mutual fund. And that is not accurate. And that sound marks the end of our show. So I need to wrap this up, but I'm going to do my best to bring you some information on sales load because I've seen this thing pushed here recently, especially in this area where they are essentially charging a sales load to invest your money and then telling you that you won't have to pay another fee 
that's not accurate at all and we will try to pull that curtain back just a little bit next weekend what i'm really wanting to do guys is i want to make sure that you are on the fastest horse possible the best investment out there and i want the lightest jockey i want the smallest fee the fastest horse with the lightest jockey the best investment with the lightest fee we can help you do that 270-600 plan 270-600-7526 if you are looking at your statement and you see an a on the end of your mutual fund an a for apple a for apple give us a call we can show you exactly how much you are paying in fees that are not necessary give us a call 270-600 plan uh, next weekend, we'll touch on the sales load, A shares, and why it may not be the best thing for you. Until we talk again next weekend, always remember to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. God bless. Investment advisory services offered through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and RD Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated entities. Investing involves risk, including the residual loss of principal. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. RD Smothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained here and provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by RD Smothers Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid plus.